Tom aside this morning. I brought this guy up on Friday, my friend uh, Jennifer Harrison, who is the victim's advocate uh, girl out there on Long Island. And surely her boyfriend was murdered many, many years ago. She has devoted her life to helping folks. She was on talking about this, this Valva case, which is a really gross case. This Michael Valva, this pussy, this cop who uh, murdered his child, eight-year-old little boy, and his uh, disgusting fiance, Angelina Polina. Angela Polina. She was up in front of a Suffolk County jury on a Friday because she also played a part in this. And we, she brought up Ray Tierney, and I said, you know what? I know the Nassau County people very well. I helped them get elected. They're the first to admit it. Bruce Blakeman, when he beat Laura Curran. I mean, I helped them as much as Kaminsky did, but Bruce Blakeman and uh, Annie Donnelly, they'll be the first to say it. But I don't know the Suffolk County people all that way, but I've got a huge amount of respect for Ray Tierney. He is the Suffolk County DA, and he's making his debut on the Sid and Friends in the Morning Show right now. Mr. Tierney, happy Monday morning. How are you, pal? Happy Monday morning, Sid. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you. Um, I wish more DAs around the country were like you. But it all goes back, I think, Ray, to your days playing football at Brown University, yes? <laughs> uh, well, I don't know about that, but uh, I certainly had a lot more fun playing football than I playing now. But What position did you play? I'm just curious. I played, I played running back and receiver. I, I, uh, after I hurt my knee, I, I switched to receiver. Wow. And, I mean, did you actually start a couple of years? I mean, I, I do. Why? I've gone to a bunch of Ivy League football games over the years. Did you actually play a lot? Were you a starter? Well, I I hurt my I tore my ACL my freshman year, so I got uh, redshirted my sophomore year. Um, I couldn't play, and I missed it. So I went back, and I I didn't really play until my my last year. Um, and I had one more year of eligibility, but uh, you know, I, I all the guys that I started with had graduated, so I, I did as well. Gotcha. Well, give us a little quick little synopsis, a summary, if you will on how you got to this really prestigious office you are now. Again, the Suffolk County DA. I'm sure you, you worked at some law firm, some private practice. Maybe not. Maybe it was something for the city. How would you get to where you are today? Well, I just, you know, when I when I graduated law school, the only job I wanted was as a prosecutor. So I was... Well, well, law school, the, you went to St. John's. Is that right? St. John's Law School, correct. Yeah, great and then school. I gra- gra- graduated... And uh, all I wanted to do was be a prosecutor. Uh, so I got a job at Suffolk, uh, was there until uh, for about seven years. Uh, and then I, I, I got married, had kids, uh, left, uh, was working in a firm, was, was incredibly unhappy. And then uh, 9-11 happened. And, uh, you know, I, I remember driving back uh, to Long Island from, from the city and watching all the emergency vehicles stream into the city and thinking that my job was really inconsequential. So I wanted to get back into public service. I did. I returned to the, the DA's office uh, 14 and a half years in total in Suffolk. Uh, then I was a, a federal prosecutor for 11 and a half years. Uh, from there, I went to, to um, the Brooklyn DA's office where I ran their gang and body-worn camera and crime strategies um, bureaus. Um, and then sort of inexplicably, uh, out of the blue, um, some, uh, the Republicans asked me to run for DA. And I decided wow. to, you know, to go for it. You know, it's funny you talk about after 9-11, you want to get back into public service. And my wife, Danielle, for example, she's a pretty prestigious attorney in Nassau County. And, um, you know, she she always tells me when she started her career, it was, you know, the defender's office in, in the city. 
and she's had all these great jobs at all these big firms, but she goes back to that, even though it didn't pay at all, at all, it was the most rewarding time during her career. And I always say, oh, stop, Danielle, you're nuts. When you just said that just now, though, about going back to public service, maybe she was right about that. Well, you, it's funny. It, you're absolutely, you get, you know, you get to really, you know, do consequential cases at a very young age. And, you know, you mentioned football before. It's very much a team. You're, you're thrown in with a bunch of other young kids, uh, you know, who are just trying to figure things out. So, you know, the friendships you make at that time are, are friendships you keep for the rest of your life. And you, you, you do really um, interesting, really important stuff at a very young age. Yeah, public defender, she loved it. You're right. So, right, Ray Tierney with me right now, the Suffolk County DA. Again, I know a lot more about Nassau County because my friends work there and my wife works there as well. But uh, in terms of crime, the difference between Suffolk and Nassau County, who's got more to deal with, you or Ann Donnelly? Well, I think, I think, unfortunately, I think uh, the crime stats in Suffolk are a little higher. I mean, both counties are, are extremely safe, uh, relatively speaking. Um, I mean, we had, we had about 30 murders last year, 1.6 million people. Um, but I think, I think uh, geographically, Suffolk County is just so much bigger than Nassau County, so everything's kind of spread out. So uh, I think uh, very similar, um, you know, but I think, uh, you know, our ge- geography is, is, a little, is a little different. When you talk about 30 murders, you know, all over the years between MS-13 and other gangs popping up, you know, my friend Lee Zeldin living in Shirley, his daughters were doing homework one night. They heard gunshots. My friend Jennifer Harrison, she was putting her son to bed one night in Shirley. She heard gunshots. And they all seem to think it's gang stuff. Is a lot of the murders going on right now, really in both counties, a product of that? Yes, it's it's pretty much. You know, the, it's either you know uh, it, mostly gang stuff. There's 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 domestic or, or you know personal um, vendettas, but it's 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 mostly gang stuff. And the 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 gang uh, the gun violence is it's fifty percent of the gun violence in Suffolk County is is um, concentrated in about one percent of the land area of Suffolk County. So that's that's totally unacceptable. Do you want to say what that is, or? Yeah, sure. It's uh, it's Massac Shirley. It's it's Brentwood. Um, uh, Central Islip, um, um, uh, uh, Gordon Heights, uh, Huntington Station. Um, so in those, those communities, most people in Suffolk County can name the communities. So what we really want to do is we want to concentrate our efforts on, you know, on, on the gun violence, and we want to focus our attention on uh, gangs and gang violence. Uh, in Brooklyn, I was a gang. I was I ran their gang violence uh, program. I was an MS-13 federal prosecutor, so I'm very well aware of gangs and how they operate. So we we put together uh, big conspiracies and we hold people responsible for what they do. So was it as easy as that one percent in Suffolk, which accounts for a lot of those illegal guns and all that gun stuff? Is it as easy as low economic places? Uh, what is it? What is the reason behind all that? If you had to guess. I think it's it's underserved communities, uh, traditionally underserved communities, and all of the the the, the gang violence. It's it's as simple as uh, there's a particular gang. They occupy a particular geographic area. Uh, they want to control that area, and then they want to go out and they want to attack their rivals in their geographic area. And so basically, what happens is it's a it, it's a tit for tat. One group shooting at another, and then the other group retaliating. So what we want to do is at, at the earliest um, possible time go in, investigate, and take these guys off the street. 
Now, this uh, Michael Valva story gained national attention years and years ago. Right, it actually happened, believe it or not, about the same time Kobe Bryant died. And I had an argument uh, that Monday morning with Bernard, my former late great partner, and my producer, Jill Vitale, about what story to put more emphasis on. And I was like, guys, I feel horrible for this little boy, but that was Kobe Bryant. Are they going to be crying every country around the world? And in the end, of course, I was right. That doesn't minimize how awful, how awful this Valva story is and what that little boy, Tommy, God rest his soul, went through. I mean, Michael Valva is one of the worst people I've ever read about in my entire life. But then to see what his ex fiance said and did as well, I found that to be almost as shocking. I mean, he was the father, so it's worse, but almost as shocking. So where are we with her? So she was convicted uh, last Friday of the the murder of Thomas Valva. She also uh, uh, was convicted for um, four counts of child endangerment because uh, she was uh, she fought her along with her fiance forced uh, Thomas and Anthony Valva to sleep in the uh, the, the garage among other things uh, and uh, unfortunately Thomas Valva uh, froze to death. I mean, in all your years, Ray, working in Brooklyn, working on Long Island, private practice, public service, now the DA doesn't get more prestigious than that. Have you seen cases worse than this? This is as bad as it gets. Uh, it is as bad as it gets. And the thing that was really unbelievable was they had wired their entire house with uh, with Nest cameras. So you sort of uh, they sort of chronicled uh, the entire uh, the entire cr- or, uh, crime. Uh, from from you know sort of beginning to when they first exiled the children into the garage to the to the death of of poor Thomas mm. and they were texting back and forth and the Suffolk County Police Department did a great job of of capturing uh, that as they were capturing it Angelo Polino was trying to erase the the videos but fortunately they got enough of of the videos to uh, to be able to to um, convict them and it really. You know the video and the and the text that accompanied the video was was just unbelievable, un- unbelievably upsetting. You know we're talking now about uh, you know gun violence and gangs and this awful Valva case and all that crime you have to deal with. And you know, of course, Ray, that here in New York City, Eric Adams, a good friend of mine, is going to join me in about twenty minutes. He's dealing with that every day in bigger numbers, and it's uh, it's scary at times here in New York City. Yet the DA here, Alvin Bragg, all he cares about is putting Donald Trump away. That's all he cares about. So I know sometimes you guys and girls are hesitant to talk about other DAs in other positions, but I'm here to tell you this Alvin Bragg is a lowlife. Do you have any thoughts on the Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg? Well, you know, I mean, you know, he runs his office the way he runs his office. You know, I, I can tell you in Suffolk County, you know, if you steal other people's property, uh, you're going to be held responsible. If you um, engage in, in gang and gun violence, you're going to be held responsible. We care about the, the you know, the safety of our um, uh, of, of our citizens. And, you know, we we hold people criminally responsible uh, for committing crimes. And, you know, oftentimes, especially when you're talking about violent people, that involves them going to jail. And, you know, in, in, in Suffolk County, that's that's what we do. We, we make no we make no apologies for that. And bail reform, that is something you deal with every day, right? I mean, you, your brave men and women go out there, they'll arrest somebody in Shirley or Patchogue or one of those places, and in 15 minutes that person is back on the streets. I mean, you specifically as a DA, Ray Tierney, that's got to make your job 10 times more difficult. Well, I mean, I think it's not only just one law, it's the entire so-called criminal justice reform package that was passed. And the big things uh, in that 
those and that law is not only bail reform, but also discovery reform. So within an incredibly abbreviated period of time, we need uh, to provide every shred of paper involved in every case. And if we don't do it, uh, it could lead to the dismissal of the case. So it, it adds a level of gamesmanship into the into the, the prosecution uh, and really, really makes our, our jobs more difficult. With regard to bail reform, um, you know, it, we can't consider dangerousness when we make bail applications to the court. I'll tell you, as a prosecutor, the one factor that we're most concerned with is when we when we uh, arraign somebody, we're like, is this person dangerous? Is this person going to come out and hurt somebody? Right. So to not be able to argue that is really, really tough. Jeez. Hey, listen, man, I, I wanted to catch up with you. I'm glad I did. You're really an impressive guy doing a great job as a DA in Suffolk County. I really wish that more cities in this country had uh, people like you, Ray. So keep up the good work. Uh, keep coming back. God bless you. You're a great American and a good man. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sid. I enjoyed it. Uh, me too. There he is, the DA in Suffolk County, Ray Tierney, making his debut here. And like I said, need more DAs like him. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GoboLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.